0: Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen.
1: What's up? Happy Halloween, everyone. Ooh. Oh, you're right. I hope everyone's having a spooky October. Um, yes, yes, yes. I have nothing else prepared for this intro because I put all my spookiness into the cat bath today, so. Be
0: ready for that. Oh, gosh i wish we were doing something spooky in the episode today but i mean we
1: have the horrors of like starvation and death ever looming
0: starvation <laughs> yeah yeah we do have that like, that's
1: i mean so that's good the, the 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 um responsibility of uh the future ever looming that's there
0: yeah <laughs> well do we want to just dive on into it well,
1: have you read any books oh no okay <laughs> um i have um, oh I recently... look at you well you okay you're the one you're the one and i know i, also have... I know I, also... I know
0: i deserve <laughs> this
1: i also have to get to um 81 books by the end of the year to meet my goal i set for myself um i started out with 21 but now i've read so many books i'm closer to 81. so i think i'm at 74. dang
0: nice yeah
1: but i i i read um all of the works i reread her first book but i read i ordered them and i as a little treat for myself i read all the works of kabi nagata Um, That is her pen name. She wrote Mm -hmm. um, the comic, My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness, um, where she is a, uh, uh, and she is a manga artist who's dealing with a lot of things, uh, eating issues and family issues and also, like, sexuality stuff, Um, and she is like 28 years old and has never been with anyone she's like oh my god i, I think i'm like gay and so she hires a lesbian escort es- escort oh um, yeah but it's really it's more like a journey of like being with another person and in intimacy and her other books um all the books i've read by her are her um and they're under her pen name are her uh like personal uh, autobios um hobbit just mm-hmm. tackled me um so but i finally read her three other books which was uh my solo exchange diary volume one and two which is uh an exchange diary it was like when you write letters to yourself um oh apparently i didn't know about this but this was what she did um And those were, like, about her life after the comic and after it blew up and she won a Harvey, like, all these different things that happened. But also she was still dealing with mental health and a lot of other issues and family issues, and her family found out about the book. Um, Yeah. And then her most recent one, there's another book coming out in 2022, I believe, but her most recent one is My Alcoholic Escape from Reality, which deals with... um, her alcoholism so it's uh and her, and her stay at the hospital due to um she had like her w- not the liver but one of those one of those gut pains. pancreas yes she had pancreatitis because of drinking um, oh. at like age 30. so wow yeah huge uh, content warnings for all her books. They are not suitable. Uh, I think the books say, like, 14-plus, and they're not, like, pornographic in any way, but they do depict, like, some really triggering stuff for a lot of people and also sexual content. Um, So, because, like, literally the first book revolves around her literally hiring an escort um, in Japan where it's (laughs) legal. So, uh, but it's... Yeah, there are a lot and there and her reflection on like what she learns as an artist doing autobiographical comics is very interesting and uh really good. Especially her three follow-up books are not nearly as popular as her first book, but just like seeing how her world changed and like how things with her family went. Um
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, so they're very good, but please check out the content warnings in the links. Um Because they're definitely not for younger audiences and they're definitely probably not for folks who have certain um triggers or just things they want to avoid in media that they consume so i i didn't like have too much of an issue reading through it um but some of the stuff it was like oh it was a lot (laughs) it's it's like reading someone's diary and it's like oh jeez yeah um
0: yeah ready Sure. All right, because I'm Emberheart, and I'm Tangleton, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? coming home we're going home well we (laughs) we are home so
1: well half of of. us half of our uh self like if we're looking at the two perspectives we have one of us is very not home (laughs) Paw is in in like a a, like a tool shed somewhere with a bunch of other cats (laughs) because these british uh construction workers were like i don't know what to do um That is one thing. I haven't traveled, like, everywhere in Europe, but the few places I have been in Europe, I'm, like, and it wasn't really much of a problem in Germany, but, like, in Italy and, like, other places, like, the stray issues, like, just the way, like, animals are and, like, how people's animals are, like, outside in cities. Yeah. The culture is, like, so different how animals, uh, specifically cats, are, like. Yeah. Also dogs. Like, there's, like, a dog that's just like, I sit here at the train station. He had a little sign that said, you can pet me, but I I just sit here. Don't worry, I have an owner. This like, is where I, I like to be. Yeah, so, it's and I'm not saying it's necessarily bad or good. I mean, cats are pests, but it's just, it's interesting how culturally different. So I guess I'm not 100% surprised that these construction worker uh, in, fa- in Fantasy Britain didn't, like, immediately take these cats that they found to, like, a pound. They kind of, like, are like, well, let's gather up as many as we can because we keep running into them. We keep finding them. They probably like took one or two to the like the pound, and then like we're, we're just, like, just gonna
0: eat. do it in bulk.
1: Like yeah, <laughs> like we just maybe even the the pound was like take these cages and stop. Like because we we can't take like let us see if we can find homes and like foster placements. I don't even know if that's like I don't I don't know about Britain. I don't know if they have like that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't know if they have like pounds. yeah. I definitely like, don't know
0: about shelters the same way animal be shelters. Best. Yeah, so yeah.
1: and I'm not saying that these uh fantasy construction workers are going to kill all these cats, but I don't like have the highest hope that they're not. Like I do feel there's a little bit of mortal danger. <laughs> um like maybe the younger cats they will probably like try to like find places for, but I feel like maybe the older like battle-torn ones <laughs> might be a little endangered. But then the other half, squirrel paw She, like, got home and had, like, the tragic moment of going home and, like, no one's there. And she's like, what is going on? Came home to an empty house. Literally the worst. Like, talk about, uh, it's a wonderful life situation. Um, She's like, I (sighs) argued with my dad and then I came home and all my family's gone. Uh, But then got tackled by her aunt. (laughs) Her, (laughs) like, her, her aunt doctor just tackled her was like what are you doing in my house and she's like it's me and she's like oh it's you oh my god hey what what where'd you guys go star clan sent us star clan sent you yeah star clan sent us oh my gosh that's awesome Uh, star clan hasn't
0: called they haven't written uh, but they sent you someplace
1: like yeah this is stupid and it doesn't really make sense but let's go tell your dad um why are you here? Oh, well, your sister's missing, so I'm gathering herbs. So let's go see, talk to your dad. <clears throat> wait, wait, back up. You kind of brushed Excuse over me. something there. My sister's missing? I just thought the oh, whole Oh wait, right. I've been having nightmares. Somewhere. And she's like, no, you're, yeah. we figured out what's been happening. Um, Cats are being kidnapped by two legs.
0: Everybody's like, just okay. starving too much to do anything about it. Yeah, and, and,
1: like, I feel like if I was... I mean, I know they've been, like, we're we're down one. But if I was part of the four chosen, and I came back to this result, I'd be like, ooh, okay. We defo shouldn't have stayed on that side quest for so long. Um,
0: yeah, maybe we'll talk about that.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, I, I hope no one, like, gives storm for a crap though i mean well his sister did
0: die because of the side quest they went just on just you wait just you i don't even know if we're getting to that this episode so oh, put a pin in that guilt
1: oh my past catholicism ready to drink this up oh
0: my gosh all right so Cinderpelt is leading them through the forest Uh, She tells them that Sunning Rocks was the safest place to hide. Squirrelpaw is surprised. She says, but there's so little shelter there. And Stormfur is only a few paw steps behind, so she lowers her voice and asks, what about RiverClan? They've tried to take Sunning Rocks before. Cinderpelt tells her RiverClan has made no threats lately. And Sunning Rocks is as far from the two legs on their monsters that they can get in their own territory. And closer to what little prey there is left. She leads them quickly despite her limp, but Squirrelpaw notices her scrawny flank heaving with the effort. Brambleclaw looks concerned too. She whispers to him that they are in so much better shape than she is. Brambleclaw says their journey made them stronger and Squirrelpaw feels a pang of guilt that their long and difficult journey had ended up keeping them safer and better fed than the cats they'd left behind. We're gonna feel a lot of guilt! Oof. The herd of monsters hummed through the forest like angry bees, and their stench hung in the air and clung to their fur. Squirrelpaw realizes they've returned to a place that no longer smelled or sounded like home. It was a different place. One where cats couldn't survive. Midnight had told them there would be no place left for cats. And it's already coming true. Squirrelpaw can see cats moving over sunning rocks. A yowl startles her. Sorreltail and Brackenfur burst through the bushes in front of them. Sorreltail knew she smelled a familiar scent. Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw... Stare in shock at their gaunt bodies. <laughs> Guys, Brackenfer...
1: like, pick up your jaws a little bit,
0: like. Yeah. Well, Brackenfur said they didn't think they were coming back. Of course we were coming back, Squirrelpaw protested. Well, you didn't like. Brackenfur looks to Stormfur. <laughs> Brackenfur looks to Stormfur and asks if he's on his way home. Stormfur says he needs to talk to Graystripe first. Oh Blah. crap! Oh crap! I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's coming. No!
1: Oh god! We ha- Oh man! This
0: is about to oh, be a, a yeah. rough one. A rough one. Well, Cinderpelt tells Brackenfur to let him come. These cats have a lot to tell them. Squirrelpaw falls into step beside Sorreltail. She fears that they were too late to get their message to the clan that their whole journey had been in vain. Squirrelpaw says she heard about Leafpaw. Sorreltail answers dully that there was nothing she could do to save her. She doesn't know where Leafpaw is. She wants to look. But then they moved camp and there hasn't been time. She stops to look at Squirrelpaw, eyes flashing with desperate hope. Did Squirrelpaw see her when they were traveling? Does she know where Leafpaw is? Squirrel Wait, I thought we knew that they were captured by the Two answers, Legs. No. Yeah, but they don't know where the Two Legs took them. Oh. Okay, I was They've like, she wasn't, like, all, on a jaunty walk.
1: She was, like,
0: okay, I, I get it. I get it now. Yeah, so they put, like, live traps out around the forest. Yeah. yeah. Also, I like I, I'd like
1: to think that in, like, the urban planning of whatever they're building here, probably, like, condos or whatever um they like saw that giant pile of rocks and were like we're just gonna like plan to not develop that park because that's just that's a lot of rocks to
0: move yeah i mean you know and it's right next to the river and they're probably not gonna do anything to the river yeah, erosion so. erosion
1: oh my god that would be such an issue you oh that's yeah it makes total sense if they move those rocks that whole thing is collapsing
0: how do you i don't think it's that big a river
1: yeah, but if there's a river and you remove the giant rocks, the river will expand and erode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, th- those rocks are stopping the river from expanding. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, uh, in like a thousand years, they'll be worn down, but like, you know.
0: I'm not gonna argue fantasy Britain topography with you.
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, no, I'm saying like, it, it, topography-wise doesn't really factor into it. I'm saying that that's why they're, like, oh, we're not gonna
0: do that. Well, the river it's... isn't actually, like, up against the rocks.
1: Yeah, I know, but if you took those rocks out, like, to develop something, because you can't just, like, leave piles of rocks when you develop something, you flatten it out, they, it would probably, uh, unsettle the land that's there and All right, cause fair the river enough, to fair expand. Enough.
0: Fair or they would have to, or they would have to fill the river. Like, I don't really know how rivers work, so. The familiar smell of ThunderClan filled the air, and she longs to rush forward to greet her clanmates, but instinct tells her to approach warily.
1: Yeah, because, like, Squirrel. they're just gonna punch you and be like, why do you look so fit? They're like, wow, that punch was, like, air. You guys are <sighs> dying. Holy crap.
0: Squirrelpaw hopes that her thudding heart can't be heard by every cat on sunning rocks. The leaf-bare winds had made the stones cold. And Squirrelpaw looks to Sorreltail's paws and sees dried blood staining the fur around her claws. Jeez. And she remembers how rough the rocks had been on her paws in the mountains. So, everybody's paws are bleeding.
1: Hooray! This is like... Kind of, this is really horrific. I'm not ha- we're not having a good time, are we?
0: No, we're not. Man. It's going to get worse.
1: Yeah, river the the they they're not taking like river Klein's not taking stunning rocks cuz they're not fun during the winter. They're only fun during the
0: summer. Yeah. There's no central clearing for cats to gather. They're huddled in small groups. Squirrel paw sees her mentor dustpelt with mouse fur beneath an overhang and he seems so much smaller than when she left him. His bony shoulders jut from beneath his ungrewed Oh, she doesn't fur. know the worst of it yet. Frostfern Speckletail, two of the elders, are crouched in the deepest gully, Pat's, uh, pelts matted and dull. Actually, she does already know. Uh, Squirrel, oh, right. Uh, I forgot. Cinderpelt. Cinderpelt mentioned it. Yeah. Further, she sees Ferncloud hunched over her two remaining kits. Shrewpaw, one of Ferncloud's first litter, is fluffed up against the cold. <laughs> I love that Cinderpaw doesn't glan-
1: hold any pen- pull any punches. She's like, yeah, things haven't been great. Kit's died. Uh, sister's dead. I mean, missing. We don't. Uh,
0: I was gonna pull that punch, but whatever. Um. Squirrelpaw glances at Brambleclaw. He gives her a small nod. But- Hi, <sighs> Hi, Amira. Thanks for jumping onto my desk in the loudest way possible.
1: She doesn't know how to be any other way except for loud. She is loud, (laughs) proud, and in
0: charge. Do not try to dull her shine.
1: She's a star.
0: She is. He gives her a small nod, but there's anxiety in his eyes. He's tense as he pads up the slope. (laughs) I wrote sloop. (laughs) Sloop. I mean I can't imagine
1: being like where have you guys been oh we've been on a journey and it's gonna help solve our problems oh my god what's to solve our problems we have to leave oh really amazing solution detectives who told you this uh, uh, a badger okay and this badger this badger couldn't come to us Couldn't, couldn't make the trip. Well, well, no. Why not? Uh, she, like, lives on a mountain? Okay, so so she can move. Yeah, but she's like an old badger. Okay, so after you talked to the badger, and she gave you that really, like, really clear, like, plan. Like, game plan. Like, she set it up step by step. No, she just kind of, like, told us. She didn't really tell us how or where or when, but she said, Well, we gotta find someone who's dying. Okay, take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah, and and then on our way back, we helped a whole other clan of cats and it took us, like, a couple weeks. (laughs) So
0: Squirrelpaw nervously follows. They pass Ferncloud, and she looks up at them, green eyes darkening with anger. Uh Squirrelpaw flinches. Did the clan blame them for this? Thornclaw rises, his ears flattened. Rainwhisker pads over with a hiss. Stormfur is looking for Graystripe, but there's no sign of him. are they back because Stormfur's there? Um, I probably guess probably we'll one of the reasons. Squirrelpaw looks to Brambleclaw miserably. They don't want us here. Brambleclaw says they'll understand once they've explained. Paw's thudding makes her spin around, startled. Ashfur skids to a halt in front of her. Squirrelpaw searches his eyes, afraid of the anger she might find. But there's only surprise. You came back! He holds his tail high and presses his muzzle to hers in greeting. Squirrelpaw feels a rush of relief. One cat was glad they returned. Yeah, all
1: right, they gave you an inch. In the ways of Firestar, take a
0: mile. Shrewpaw and Whitepaw race across the rocks towards them, and they make small talk as if Squirrelpaw had been no further than High Highstones. Mousefur and Dustpelt emerge towards them. Sootfur follows. Squirrelpaw brushes against Brambleclaw's pelt and feels Stormfur inching close to them.
1: Uh, guys, I'm like losing- I'm starting to lose my- my courage here. Where's my dad? I- I don't like being surrounded. <laughs>
0: Squirrelpaw feels a pang of fear as she realizes that it wasn't just the forest that had changed, but her clan as well. So, where did you go? Frostfur growled. Brambleclaw starts to explain that they've been on a long journey. Ferncloud says it doesn't look like it. They look better fed than anyone here. She asks how they know Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw didn't just desert the clan because they couldn't face a hungry leaf bear.
1: We left before you guys started starving, like, super bad, to be fair. (laughs) Like, we, we left when things were, like, questionable. Still pretty chill. Yeah, so, um, there's a flaw in your thing, but, um, also, like, let us answer to the
0: leader, like. Squirrelpaw's guilt turns to anger. How could they think such a thing? She spat. Mousefur growls that their loyalties obviously lay outside the clan, and she's looking at Stormfur. Brambleclaw says Stormfur has news for Graystripe, then he'll leave. Mousefur hisses that he'll leave now. Uh,
1: uh, uh, who are you? Get out of here, Frostfur. You're not even, like, anyone's- Oh, it's- oh, it's Mousefur? Oh. Yeah. Well. Girl, hang on. I love you. I trust you, but hang on, girl. He he has some really rough news to bring to Dad.
0: Cinderpelt steps between Mousefur and Brambleclaw. She urges them to tell the clan about the prophecy. A prophecy? StarClan has spoken? Where Their is the leader? They stare like hungry foxes. Squirrelpaw says they have to tell Firestar first. And Brambleclaw asks where he is.
1: Yeah, is he out gallivanting with a different clan? Cause like, why are you guys coming so harsh down on me when our literal leader is like notorious for doing this exact thing?
0: Yeah. Well, he's away. What, away? It was sandstorm.
1: Firestar, Firestar's away. Oh okay. I was worried. I'm like, oh my god, how long is he been away? Don't tell me Firestar got captured.
0: It was Sandstorm who answered. (gasps) Squirrelpaw waits breathlessly, filled with joy and anxiety as Sandstorm paces towards her daughter. She stops a tail-length away to stare at her. (sighs) We're back, Squirrelpaw says, searching her mother's face. You're back, Sandstorm echoes with wonder. Brambleclaw defends her. He says they had to leave. StarClan gave them no choice. He presses closer, and Squirrelpaw is grateful for his warmth. Sandstorm's whiskers quiver, and she bounds forward. Oh. One of my kits has returned! She rubs her cheek against Squirrelpaw's with fierce, fierce love. Even oh, God!
1: Oh, I don't get enough of this. We don't get enough of this. Yes. I am mad that I don't get, an, I don't get, uh, I need, I need a larger serving of Sandstorm um, Mama in, mom, in Mama Mode. Yeah, Mama Lovin'. I need yeah. more Mama Lovin' with Sandstorm. Like, I need, like, I love her as uh, her brash younger self. I love her as uh, Firestar's partner. And I love her just as a warrior. But seeing her as a queen, I feel a little robbed. I feel a little robbed. Um, because, you want more of that? Yeah, because it it we we don't. I feel like a lot of the queens we see, like we get hints of their ferociousness uh, uh, as warriors, but we and then, but their main like role always seems to be like their gentle motherness. You know, we don't. Yeah, I mean, other than like Blue Star, we don't get to see both sides. But Blue Star, you did not get to see the the mama side either, until. <laughs> Until it was kind of too late. Um, (laughs) So I I feel a little robbed that we have uh, two living, one present, uh, children here. And I'll just, I'll eat it up. I'll eat it up and savor it. This,
0: ugh. Relief floods Squirrelpaw. She starts to apologize, but Sandstorm interrupts her. You're back. That's all she cares about. She (laughs) wondered if she would ever see Squirrelpaw again. There's a soft purr from Sandstorm, and it reminds Squirrelpaw of being in the nursery, curled up with her sister. Oh, Leafpaw, where are you? It seems I have my apprentice back. It's Dustpelt. He looks gaunt and haunted. But his eyes are warm as he comes to greet her. God! He remarks that wherever she was, she ate well. <laughs> Brambleclaw said there was good hunting where they traveled, but it's a long way away. Dustpelt says it's not for them. Then, they've made their home here, and they won't let the two legs and their monster drive them out again. About. Squirrelpaw about stares that. in horror. Like, wait, no, <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> we're, we're,
1: well, they don't know, know about that. No, uh. I feel like oh yikes. He but he he isn't he questions leaders. I feel but he doesn't question Star Clan. So I feel like it won't be too hard to yeah. get Pelt. once Pelt... Like what he says right now is uninformed. So I can't judge him. It's a little uh oh, right. but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. Um, also, I'm really really worried now about uh literally anyone surviving oh, the
0: trip. Oh yeah yeah that's fair well want to hit me with the cat fact
1: i guess yeah i will i just i just want to <laughs> say like we haven't had a chance to really take stock of like
0: how bad everyone is so yeah I mean, we kind of we kind of looked at everyone everyone's starving yeah sad.
1: except for river clan maybe river clan can you know suck up their pride for two seconds let us eat get it let us get a good like let us let us break some bread and share some fish okay for yeah like one let's have one good meal and then get going that's my proposal for the plan once we actually get everyone agreed that we all need to leave collectively yeah do i think it's gonna be that easy absolutely not uh no way no no way in star clan is that happening but A girl can dream. Anyway, let's get into this. I want to see some kitties. Did you like my Dracula impersonation, Maureen? No. (laughs) well i hope you are not a scaredy cat maureen because we are here for the premiere of cat facts cats who act the third movie in this series and now it's a horror movie perfect for the halloween season and oh right on time for the witching hour here comes our stars Elvis, Lucy, Witch, and Salem. Woo woo! So funnily enough, Elvis, Lucy, Witch, and Salem all played Salem. Um, Ah. We are going to be talking about the cats who starred in the 1990s series, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm not going to be talking about the recent revamp, uh, uh, Sabrina, whatever it's called, um, the Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Yeah, the chi- I think it's the Chilling Tales of Sabrina Spellman. Uh, one, I haven't watched it. Uh, two, I didn't find that many. Like, I didn't find that much information about the cat who's in that. And I also don't think the cat plays as big as a role. I don't know. I haven't seen it. First is in the 1990s series. Uh, Salem yeah, he was, doesn't. He was huge in it. Um, so, like I said before. Uh, there were four cats who played uh, Salem overall. Uh, Salem is Sabrina's friend throughout the series. Uh, his sarcasm and charm is, like, what I remember a lot about it. Um, and a little bit about him. He's a warlock who was cursed to be in cat form for 100 years. He was actually, like, 500 years old. But, yeah, he's, like, an ancient, kind of powerful magic being who's currently trapped in a cat form. Um and that's how he can talk to uh, Sabrina and kind of his role of kind of teaching her a little bit about magic and like why he knows so much about magic. Um, and he was actually a super popular character. Uh, like I loved him a lot, but even uh, so did everyone else. Cause from 1998 to 2000, Salem, the cat won the favorite animal star at the Nickelodeon kids choice awards. So Oh, wow. Yeah. He was popular. Um, The four cats who shared the role, um, the creator of the series, Nell Scoville, he commented that, uh, Elvis is the best overall, um, for what they, what they need in the acting, but which was the cat that they used when they wanted to go nuts. (laughs) So, not 100% (laughs) sure what that means, but, uh, that's what he said is quoted, um, however scoville and the other creators of the series were huge advocates of animal welfare and and animal um safety so that is why for the majority of uh the series salem is actually played by a puppet um so and that's what you might remember is majority of the time in any scenes where salem is speaking he is a puppet um it's other scenes where he's moving or he's just kind of sitting around he is played by a cat so um he was mainly played by a puppet for for the safety and also for um
0: uh the animating kind of
1: yeah the safety and and what they what they needed from salem but he he was there was multiple things um so a little bit about the puppet um who played salem uh he was there were two puppet agencies involved. Um, The first one, Animal Makers, uh, they based uh, the puppet off of Elvis. They used him Mm -hmm. as the model for Salem. Um, And uh, they were the major puppeteers on the show until 1998. They were actually fired and a new group uh, were hired and that was the uh, Giotto Brothers, who I know as the creators of uh, the schlocky horror movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, um, which is a hilarious and kind of gross movie. If you've never seen it, it's just, it's, it's literally Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, but they're kind of... For... I haven't watched that one. I should. Yeah, it, it's a fun movie. Um, you know, look up warnings and stuff. I don't... There's not, like, a lot of gross stuff that I can it's remember. Kind of... They literally, like, trap people in um, cotton candy I don't remember why, but they're, great. Great. like, are trapping people in cotton candy. Um, and they're, like, clown aliens. Uh, yeah. And they use, like, clown tricks and have a circus in the woods. That is their spaceship that crashed. Great. <laughs> uh, so, so, it was a full-time gig making the mechanical Salem come to life. He required three puppeteers... Um, that used Ow. more than 30 points of manipula- manipulation through rods, cables, and radio control. Um, I don't know if that was the Animal Maker one or the Chiodo Brothers one. Um, I d- it didn't specify in the sources that I found. Um, I do have links in the description of both the Animal Makers um, and the Chioto Brothers, uh, their websites, if you want to look. Sadly, the Animal Makers used to have videos with more in-depth uh, breakdown of how Salem worked but due to probably them being fired and no longer owning the rights to the character, they don't have those up on their website anymore. However, they do have other puppet cats that you can look at. (laughs) Um, Ooh. And yeah. So overall I thought it was really cool. Um, And the Chiodo brothers, you can see more of their stop motion and other things that they've worked on in the special effects realm. So yeah, that's the story of Salem. Thank you. Love it. Time to disappoint our fathers. Daddy's home. Oh God, the dads are back. Ah, uh, this is about to Firestar- be a really rough time.
0: Firestar crushed the rocks and shouts his daughter's name. Oh! No. He halts in front of her, and his whiskers twitched. Then he thrust his head forward and gave Squirrelpaw a lick on the ear. Squirrelpaw closes her eyes and purrs. She briefly forgot the horrors of the forest. She was home, and that was all that mattered. Firestar steps back to ask where she's been. Squirrelpaw says that we've got so much to tell you. We? Is Brambleclaw with you? Yes, I'm here. Brambleclaw pushes his way through to them.
1: I'd like to think that Brambleclaw wasn't, like, hidden behind other cats, and actually was, like, standing right there, but Firestar was blinded by being so excited to see his child that he, like, forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I imagine Bramble, uh, uh, Brambleclaw was giving them their moment. Well, Firestar welcomes him home, home.
0: but Squirrelpaw shivers at the guarded look in his eyes. (laughs) We're still on that? Graystripe skids to a halt beside Firestar. So, Fire and Tiger have returned, he purred. Firestar says there'll be time to explain that later. <laughs> 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 Graystripe brightens. Have they seen his kits? Squirrelpaw starts that they went with them. I'm here. Stronger pushes his uh, He's safe. Graystripe can't believe it. They're all safe. Uh, Dad. <laughs> Squirrelpaw's heart tightens.
1: Oh, God. He's. Did he forget to count? Like,
0: Where's Feathertail? Oh, Lace no! Her. Looking oh. past Stormfur.
1: Can we stop the episode? Like, do we have to do this part? Like, I could we just not. I could do- just not. I could, but like, here's the thing. I could just not know. Like, I could know that he found out, but I don't need to. I don't need to. We don't need to do this.
0: Yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> Squirrelpaw stares at her paws. Poor, poor Stormfur. Where is she? Graystripe asks, puzzled. She's not with us, Stormfur says. He looks directly into his father's eyes. She died on the journey. Graystripe stares in disbelief. Firestar tells the clan that they should leave Stormfur and Graystripe to grieve in peace. Firestar guides the clan back up the slope. Squirrelpaw presses closer to Brambleclaw. Graystripe is staring intently at the rocks below him. Stormfur gently nudges his father. They couldn't have saved her. Graystripe swung his head towards Brambleclaw. He says angrily that he should have never taken Feathertail away. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why are we flaming Brambleclaw? He's just fall guy. Well, Squirrelpaw says it was Star Clan who chose Feathertail, not, not Brambleclaw. Well, Graystripe closes his eyes and his shoulders slump. He's sorry. It's just so unfair. She was so much like Silverstream. Bro, you don't even know. Stormfur rests his muzzle against his father's. In these past couple months, she's
1: shown so much Silverstream in her. Bravery. Bad taste in men. Specifically <laughs> silver fur. <her. laughs> you would have been so proud of her picking, like... A trash fire boyfriend,
0: <laughs> another from another clan too.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he would have hated. He would have hated. Like, he would have hated Crowpaw. But like, he would be yeah. like, "That's my girl. That just like our mama." <laughs> Not that I, I don't think I don't think Grace Tripe's like awful, but I don't think no. he was like he wasn't like a winner. <laughs>
0: Like, I think he, he became, like, better as a dad, but, yeah, Yeah, and, like, with age. But he was, like, basically baby then. Yeah. Well, he tells Graystripe that Feathertail died a brave and noble death worthy of the greatest warrior. StarClan chose her to go on the journey. Then the tribe of Endless Hunting chose her to fulfill a prophecy of their own. Okay, you guys lost me. Graystripe would have been so proud of her.
1: I got half of that. Feathertail
0: saved them all. Huh? (laughs) I'm being
1: Graystripe.
0: Oh. Feathertail saved them all, not just the tribe. Firestar is with the clan up the slope, and they sound impatient. Firestar tells them to let Brambleclaw and Squirrelpaw tell him where they've been, and then he'll let everyone know. Dustpelt wants to know where his apprentice has been, and Mousefur wants to hear about this prophecy. Brambleclaw puts his muzzle against Squirrelpaw's ear. They should probably join them. He asks Stormfur if he's coming. Stormfur says thank you, but he'd like to go home.
1: Oh, he dang. Just stripes. dropping that sad load on your dad and then bouncing. And then, yeah, then <laughs> piecing uh, out. Pretty rough, dude. Like I know you don't really have a choice. Like this isn't your clan, but yikes. Which I suppose I suppose he he has to go tell River Clan. Yeah, he has responsibilities.
0: Bramble and squirrel paw will tell him what happened but he wanted Graystripe to know how proud he would have been of Feathertail. She died to save them. Greystripe blinks, but doesn't reply. Stormfur turns to Brambleclaw. He knows it's going to be difficult, but they need to do what they know to be right. Remember what Midnight told them, they're doing this for all their clans. Brambleclaw dips his head, and Squirrelpaw presses her muzzle against Stormfur's cheek. See you tomorrow at Fort Trees, she whispered. And her paws tremble with the pain of saying goodbye to another one of her closest friends. Okay. For over a moon, Sorry, they haven't fin- been River Clan. Huh? No, finish this part,
1: because I have something to say after oh. it.
0: For over a moon, they haven't been River Clan and Thunder Clan, but just Clan cats, struggling on their journey to save all the cats in the forest.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. So. Literally, like, hey, Midnight, like, literally, how, like, when they do do this big exodus and they move, like, we take Bikini Bottom and we push it over there. Like, when we finish yeah. that, when it's done, yeah. literally, how are we expecting these traumatized youths to just, like, go back to clan life? Like, how are we expecting these, like, three kids, no, four, five, Five Ah, jeez, Crowpaw, sorry. <sighs> how are we expecting <laughs>
0: Not you, Crowpaw.
1: These five kids just like, alright, and now we're Thunder Clan again. Uh we're River Clan again. Uh we have trauma bonded for an extended period of time. Uh we've gone through just inexplicable experiences that we could not tell you how much they've affected us seen things, heard things, learned things, like, like, what? Like, how, how are they, like, like, they'd be like, oh, man, because we're squabbling the over, we're, 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 we're squabbling over the new, like, Sunning Rocks, uh, the, 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 uh, Sandy Stones. Uh, how, like, how are you gonna convince them to, like, go and, like, actively fight each other over, it? like, I'd be like, yeah, but well, here's the thing. That's my brother, like from another clan. So that's like my bro.
0: Like he's that's not my, my bro, brother, but he's my bro. So and Tony felt think... like he is actually my brother. <laughs> yeah, Tony <Pelt! laughs> Oh. As Stormfur leaves, Squirrel Posse's Mousefur and Thornclaw looking at her reproachfully. She knew how her affection for Stormfur must look, but she's too sad to care. And she's too tired to try and explain what the journey had meant to the six cats who had traveled to the Sundrown place and what it meant for the five who had made it home.
1: Oh, math is sad.
0: Mm. Firestar gets the senior warriors in Cinderpelt to join in hearing the tale. Squirrelpaw stands still for a moment, letting the cold seep into her fur. The colder she was... The closer she was to sharing her clanmate's suffering. Wow. Which, that's a really dramatic, girl. girl. I mean, she's just like, man, I feel so bad that I like look so good right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: alright. This is like very Catholic. What is she gonna do? Flog herself next?
0: Thornclaw growls. Stormfur is at the foot of the slope with a plump fish. He says he brings a gift from River Clan. I mean, maybe check to make sure your clan's, like, not starving first, but you did catch a fish real easy. Like, we know that they're not, but, like, maybe you should check. Uh, maybe he, maybe he,
1: maybe he asked, uh, Cinderpelt.
0: Frostfur spat that they don't need his gifts. Firestar warns Stormfur that it's kindly meant, and he thanks Stormfur. Stormfur doesn't say anything. He looks to Firestar with eyes filled with sadness. And his gaze rests briefly on Squirrelpaw before he turned away. By Stormfur, for for real this time. I forgot. He, He had feelings
1: for Squirrelpaw. Briefly.
0: He did. Yeah. But not like he had feelings for Brooke.
1: I guess. Sure. I believe you did.
0: I mean, I'm biased because, it's like, that's my wife, but, like, Squirrelpaw's the best. No,
1: I, I think I think he was like, oh, I'm attracted to her. Oh, but it's not going to go anywhere. For Brooke, it's like, I am attracted to her and I can see it happening. Oh, crap.
0: Oh, crap. Bye forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were, I, I, I think it's like, he was like, there's a lot of elements stopping me from ever being with Squirrelpaw. There's other there's also elements keeping Okay, me from-
0: no there wasn't. He could have just walked on over to the Thunder Clan anytime he wanted.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying there's the clan loyalty No, and- no, I know. But then there was I also know. Brambleclaw. He saw them. No. And he's a bro. Like like yes, he is in love he's with Brambleclaw, such a bro, which is, why is in love why with Brambleclaw, deserved, deserved him. Like he is in love with
0: Brambleclaw too a little.
1: The Well, yeah,
0: they could have been a great Thruple.
1: Yeah, okay, if Leafpaw can have like, 30 girlfriends. Storm-
0: Squirrelpaw? Squirrelpaw can have- Two have two boys. Two have two boys. Yeah. And, you know, I think Stormfur would be a good, uh, influence on Brambleclaw. He's just so gentle and nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was a class act of him catching a fish. Ugh, right? Absolute gentleman. Firestar tells Thornclaw to divide the fish between Ferncloud and the elders. They're beneath a jutting rock in a smooth cave. Dustpelt murmurs that all the warriors share this den. Firestar sits near the back, Graystripe and Sandstorm on either side of him. Cinderpelt is next to the quietly grieving deputy. Now, Firestar says, tell me everything from the beginning.
1: Flashback and you go back 20 episodes and listen to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to hear the whole story, you go listen to those episodes. We're going to skip um, it here. I'm just going to say, they explain the journey. Um, A couple a couple of notable parts. Squirrelpaw admits that she wasn't a chosen one. And Brambleclaw defends her and says he's glad she was there. She was equal to any warrior. And uh, at the badger thing, Dustpelt is skeptical. Should they leave their home just because because some badger said it would be a good idea. Some badger we don't know is like, (laughs) you should probably move. That's pretty valid. Really, they actually, and they didn't really do the whole journey, they just got to Midnight's Prophecy, and then, like, we need to go see the sign. Oh. Wait, they
1: skipped over the whole side quest? Yeah. Alright, guys. I guess they got the message. then how are they gonna explain how like, I'd be like, how did, how did, well, I suppose it's not their clan, cat, but, like, their clan cat, but I'd be like, wait, how did one of you die, though? You said there were six of you. I, yeah, uh, they'll probably give the long version
0: later, but right now they're, like, you know, yep, it's, They're like, trying to
1: get the most important parts.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, all the senior warriors are there, and. Alright. Well, Firestar asks if they've been to the Great Rock to look for the sign. Brambleclaw says they're meeting tomorrow with the other cats and their leaders, if they can persuade them to come. Mousefur flattens her ears and asks Firestar if he's going. Nothing would keep me away, Firestar replies. Phew! Dustpelt stares. He's not seriously thinking about taking the clan out of the forest, is he? Firestar admits that he doesn't know what he's going to do. But he doesn't know if the clan will survive Bear, And he won't let his clan suffer if there's a way to prevent it. If there's a sign, he wants to see it for himself. Firestar looks to Brambleclaw. Tomorrow, I will go with you to Fourtrees. Dun-dun! Let's go!
1: (laughs) Alrighty. In the meantime, while we make our way to Four Trees, if you want to keep up with us while we go to Four Trees, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. And if you want to contact us, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. If you want to help with the podcast, best we can do that is share it with a friend, um, share it with a father figure in your life. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is a really special episode. Um, <laughs> uh, or just like share it with anyone you think <laughs> might enjoy it um and yeah thank you so much for listening
0: because i'm ember heart and i'm tangled Tom and this has been warrior cats what is that <laughs>